Good morning, everyone. Looks like it's 3-2-2, March 22nd. Happens to be the day in between my two boys' birthday. Uh, celebrated Vincent's birthday yesterday, March 21st. And tomorrow we celebrate Dante's birthday, March 23rd. Dante is turning two. Just getting potty trained. He's doing really good. And Vincent is turning nine. So he's almost a full 10 years old. Big number nine. And we got Mosley here and I. Mosley. Mosley. Taking a nice early morning walk. Getting up before the sun's up. Uh, oh, sorry, Mosley. <laughs> Didn't have to take it extra careful today. Probably a really loud background, but we'll get away from this. I just wanted to share a little bit of the background here. Yes, I have fallen on the camera before, so today, if I fall, it's not even a big deal. We've already done it before. So. Just gotta get things over with, you know? Your little fears. I'd like to talk, uh, obviously, about what's on everybody's mind a little bit. With the whole pandemic going on. And kind of the, the different stages, I guess, of acceptance that people go through with it. Also that, you know, I still talk to people on a daily basis that are, that are like in a state of like shock and denial maybe about what's happening. Now, the people that I talk to are obviously in interesting circles. They're all over the map as far as what they might believe. Is this a complete conspiracy? <laughs> is, there, is it a bioweapon? Is it just a natural virus? Is it not real? Is it is just the media hyping it up? And honestly, like, I've gone through different levels of trying to understand exactly what's going on as well. And I don't have all the answers, so... I'm not gonna get up here and say, you know, this is what, this is the thing that's happening, or this, this is not the thing that's happening. I think, uh, clearly there appears to be an issue going on. With people becoming sick and filling up hospitals and wrecking healthcare, uh, facilities. Not wrecking them, but overwhelming them. And, you know, the people in Spain and Italy and other places like that where it's not as foreign to us and the media, like, it's not like they wouldn't lie to us or something, but the media is less likely to be able to get away with just, like, making things up. Like, maybe something that comes out of China or Russia or something like that. You know, Americans or Canadians or people in Mexico could be like, well, that's just, you know, propaganda or... Who knows what to believe. But 
I mean, so let's just get out of that out of the way, that these countries are clearly taking massive action for a problem that appears to definitely be happening, and people getting sick and dying of COVID, and then, you know, pneumonia, and uh, seems to be what's actually causing the bigger problem. <laughs> there it goes. See? That was just a slip, though, so. Yeah, gotta be careful on this one. I'll get up. I'm up here where the ice is still on the trail. Gotta get a little bit lower. But there's no people. I'm practicing my social distancing up here. I just think that it's really dangerous to say for certain or to even throw it out there to other people if you're like a public figure, which I'm not a public figure, but I'm just saying I've seen other people on their YouTube channels and things like that, like saying it's totally a hoax and it's not real at all. And I just think that that's dan uh, extremely dangerous to be throwing out there when, you know, there definitely could be things that people could do to stop the spread uh, to others if there is something. And why take the chance? I mean, it seems like a good wake-up call for people uh, that unfortunately this might affect or that you know have people around them being affected or work in the healthcare system or are going to be financially affected by this that's one way to look at it right like <laughs> obviously like it's a horrible situation and I don't want to make light of it and laugh and say oh I'm laughing because this is funny this it's not funny you know, but I've come to terms to a certain extent with the situation. I, I went through my own periods of denial and freak out and overreaction and, you know, then kind of like nihilistic phase, <laughs> kind of like, well, you know, let it happen and things like this and all these different phases. And I'm not saying like I'm super happy now that I've done that. I'm just saying that you have to relax. You have to get out still if you can. You have to still have habitual things that you're doing, if, if not even more so now. And then let's start to analyze, you know, some of the more problematic systems in our society and in our own lives. And we can work on those. We can already start to address the things that need to be addressed and you can start right at home start with yourself start inside you know I mean we're locked inside because of this virus right and it's also become like a like a social and mental virus some could say that's already been here with us for some time and this pandemic is like exposing the internal crisis, the existential crisis happening in humanity and and the different systems. It's not like every system that humanity is using and has brought us to this level is bad. I'm not like some radical communist or something, right? Because then I'd probably be for all this happening. <laughs> The point is, is that, like in, in the thing that I do, which is 
security, IT security. Kind of like the main source of income for me currently. When there's an issue, when some when, when there's a risk that gets when there's a vulnerability that gets exposed, right? When there was risk and that risk actually becomes like a casualty, that something actually occurs that takes advantage of the vulnerability in the system. There's it's important to like see to to use the word grieve in like our field that wouldn't make sense, but it's important to like understand that there's an issue and do a root cause analysis, right? Understand the root cause. And so we're going to do that. We're not, we don't know that yet. And people that just jump on saying, well, it's, it's this, you know, patient zero is this Japanese guy or it's Wuhan or, you know, it's going to take actually a lot longer than what people want their quick answers right now to know what's happening. Exactly. It's just like saying Osama bin Laden, like, several hours after the planes hit in New York City, is, you know, the, that's the spoon-fed answer that the media is going to give you because they have an agenda that they're trying to push. And clearly, there's going to be several agendas that are going to be taken advantage of by people with agendas in this crisis, right? Whether they caused it or not. That's not the point. So they might have caused it. They may not have. All these things are going to unfold, and the people that want to be interested in uncovering these facts should definitely do their due diligence to do so. Okay? But, you know, we need to keep an open mind to all those things, for sure. Definitely not uh, just jump on that this is the answer here. Definitely that happened because the media has been feeding me that. They could be People that are just using this to push their agenda clearly, right? So, once the vulnerability happens and you can do your root cause analysis, usually mitigation and then, you know, mending the fence, mending the vulnerability, and then putting in place, like, additional barriers if there was a critical vulnerability that was exposed. If it's like a high severity issue, right? Well, this this is a high severity issue occurring. And people around you that still aren't taking it seriously are in some kind of state of delusion and denial. And they're not uh, wanting to accept. They want, they want their normal life to continue on. Even though things are getting shut down. Even though the governments are taking more serious action every day. You'll see that people still want to pretend like their normal life should continue. Like, why can't we just have our normal lives back? Well, there won't be your normal life coming back. This is a completely life-changing event. Everything is going to be different after this. And you're going through it right now. And it's kind of weird because it's like an extended rollout of this. And... Not like roll out like it's just completely top down. Like all of our lives are going to be completely different now. Everywhere you go, there's going to be different protocols in place. And we have to think about that. Like what kind of things are we willing to change? And what kind of actions are we going to take? And then what kind of things are we willing to accept that might happen? And start to take preparations for those things. So if you hadn't been like mentally preparing or 
physically preparing for things like this up until this time and you're still in a con in a place where you can prepare and you're not you know completely disabled or totally sick from the covid and uh on a hospital bed somewhere wanting a ventilator then there's still a lot you can do and then moving forward from there there's going to be a lot of things that you can do as well working with other people and learning to communicate online is a big one that we can all work on um, I personally suggest the autonomy course for that. I would get uh, into that as, as fast as possible um, before season three gets started here and uh, really start to sync up with people and network with others who are seeking to thrive and prosper through this, not just like get through it, but actually come out uh, in a way, in a position that we're not just taking care of ourselves, but able to help other people. And so... You know, that's where I'm putting a lot of my energy into helping others and come up with ideas or just talk about things or get through this event and then we'll come out into season three and just, you know, keep going with it. So I'll be there um, to those in autonomy. Sorry, I haven't been spending more time or working on projects closer uh, in Autonomy Unlimited and things like that. But personally, I've just been spending the vast majority of my time, you know, taking action in a positive direction for the safety of my family and making sure that we have what we need for longer term thinking, like not just through this event, but now this has got me thinking about all kinds of things. Like here in Utah, uh, we live on the Wasatch Fault in Salt Lake City here. That's where I'm at right now is in the Wasatch Mountains and there's a huge fault line, pretty much like right where I'm standing. <laughs> If you could see, like, you know, there's been some trauma and cataclysm here in the past. <laughs> it's a really pretty canyon, I figured there'd be. It's less windy today than last week, and just overall, better day, better place to record. But, uh, yeah, we live, I mean, we had a 5.7 earthquake, or 5.4, or something like that, in Magna. What a name for the place, for the earthquake to happen, right? Magna. And through Magna came the earthquake. And the angel of Moroni dropped his trumpet. He was trembling in fear. You know, if you look at that, like the trumpet even came off the angel of Moroni. Like we were waiting for like brimstone and fire or what was coming next? Like locust? Was there going to be a flood? <laughs> But no, it's a time to prepare. It's a time to take inventory of, you know, being prepared for situations like this. And then, you know, taking action in a positive direction, whatever that is, like exercising, spending time with family, uh, inventory of like your financial situation and how resilient it is in situations like this. And if you've lost a lot, it's understandable to be, like, extremely depressed or upset about that. Like, even financial loss, I could just say, well, that's all fake anyways, and it's not real, so it doesn't matter. Like, no, it matters. Like, people have been completely wiped out and are fearful, like, being told by the president, like, it's, it's going to come roaring back. Don't worry, it's going to come roaring back. The economy... And that might be true, like it, it could definitely 
come roaring back to gamble. We're all gambling. That's another thing with, with our financial systems and the, the way the corporate world works, the way the stock market works, the way quarterly requirements of board members and investors and all the stockholders require continuous increase in profits and revenue, which makes sense. But this is going to make, I think, us have to reassess certain things. Now, the socialists, communists of the world are having their day right now just saying, you know, look at how needed we are. Look at how... Trump is just dumping money into the economy, right? Well, this is a this is different. <laughs> this is an emergency. If it, this is a total emergency, this is a worldwide disaster. And so, to start to frame things down into like this is why Bernie Sanders or something like this is why we need better. It's like this does not justify your authoritarian model um, for government. Any more than like saying, this is why we need, you know, less regulation on on these manufacturers for these things right now, or you know, p pitting it into your political argument is not. It's not. This is not the, like the time to measure the things that are happening into a normal, as if that's what you know should totally uh, dictate how the world operates moving forward just means that, you know, certain systems that are completely failing right now probably should be remodeled, if not totally uh, removed and redone, right? Like the financial system, if it, if it wipes people out when there's a problem and people can't have a few weeks off of work without everything completely crumbling, uh, then that's a problem, you know? And if you your own life is set up in a way where you you can't afford to take a couple weeks off of work without relying on government or corporations to take care of that for you, which they may, and we're going to see them step up, right? We're going to see uh, corporations and governments step up to the plate right now and take care of people, and that's good. In countries where that's possible or places where that's possible. Obviously, don't mean to make just like ignorant, broad, sweeping statements for the whole planet. Obviously, there's places where there will be like zero assistance and you know if there's a if there's hospitals getting overwhelmed and people dying it's like lock them in their homes and put them in the cremator like take them to the crematorium crematorium right like and some people are saying well that's a good thing that china has such authoritarian measures and places like south korea where people listen and actually just follow orders of everybody in w on one level, that's right. Like, that's a good, responsible thing to do if people are doing it because they're being responsible. It's never a responsible thing to do to just blindly follow orders because you're being told to by authority. Like, that's not the lesson that should be gained from that, right? It's, it's that when responsibility is required of you and you're being responsible, that's a good thing. It's not... It shouldn't be framed again, once again, like to justify, well, this is why we need complete communism and a central authoritarian power that dictates your life because things like this happen. 
you know, I would, I would just say, well, no. People need to be responsible for everything they can be at all times and continuously try to improve and become more responsible so that, I mean, you can see here that the government has said, don't go outside and be around other people. They haven't said, don't go outside. But they're saying, if you're gonna go on a walk, go by yourself or with your people in your house because obviously you're already with them. And then don't go and group around other people, right? And people are either kind of like, well, screw that. I mean, I'm not going to listen to a command like that from the government. Or they're not paying attention. They don't really know what's happening because it's not become like a red alert on your phone yet, even though there have been some alerts that have come across my phone. Um, or it's not posted on like every single signpost. You know, but in either case, I think it, going back to what I was saying, like it's extremely irresponsible to not be doing anything and not taking any measures to cover your face or not be, you know, around other people, not touching things around other people or breathing because we don't know. This is the eye of the storm. We don't know yet. Like in, in a month or two months, we could be like, oh my God, it was so silly that we were acting that way and... I can't believe I went out and dumped all that money on, you know, nebulizers and elderberries and, you know, but why, you know, do you really want to be in a position where it's the opposite side of that coin where you're saying, why didn't I and I, I wish I would have and, you know, these people around me are all dead and perhaps I did something to contribute to that or my information that I was putting out did something to contribute to that. I really don't want to be in that position, so, you know, it's definitely an interesting times, and you need to be very adaptive and dynamic, while at the same time, like, don't lose your focus, don't lose your mind, you know, reading news articles and freaking out about this and just listening to the 24-hour news cycle either, like, you're in a cataclysm, you've survived through it to this point, take inventory daily of what you need to be doing to improve the situation around you, just like you should be doing any, anyways every day, but things might have drastically changed, and when things drastically change around you, you need to be taking massive action, okay? So if you've lost your job, I'm, I've been there, I've in 2008, I lost my job, okay? Do the things you need to do, and don't feel bad if you were in some higher position and now you need to kind of take a lower position for a while. Do whatever you need to do to get through this, and even if that means reaching out to like family that need things, or your buddy that you used to work for, or some guy that you know has side work, while you kind of get your other insurances in place to become whole again, or even lesser than whole, like, this is again. A gut check. Why were you living outside of your means? Why didn't you have three months of reserves, at least, at a bare minimum, put to the side so you don't have to lose, quote-unquote, everything right now? You know? So you gotta address that, you know, triage the issue, and then build and move forward. And we've done that before. Humanity does this all the time. And, you know, 
any, anything that's kind of happening right now is not, it's not even if it is like a bioweapon or something like that right which I more and more think that this definitely is like a SARS AIDS hybrid you know genetically engineered weapon that was released on the public like that's my theory there is evidence to support this but I'm not gonna go like this is what you should believe and that's how you should look at it too like whatever fine it's a natural thing or it's from bats you know, or monkeys, <laughs> whatever, like that's not, that is going to be important. And like we do obviously have to focus on these options and, and come to terms and not be such a child and think that the world couldn't work that way because the world could and definitely does work that way. And if you look at other things in the past that have gone on, it's not outside of this realm to say that this has been released on the public as a test, as an experiment, as a direct weapon, as war. You know, these terms, these concepts shouldn't be new to anyone. These ideas, that this, these things could happen. These things have happened, and do happen, and currently are happening, and this could all be part of that. It's not doom and gloom, and I'm not saying, so everyone's gonna die, you know? That's not, again, that's black and white thinking that's, you know, not what I said, and you're, you're hearing something different than what I said, if that's what you're jumping to that I'm saying those things. So, I just, I, like I said, I've seen people kind of polarizing this into what I've been saying is that, like, this this financial crisis that's going to ensue now has been lurking and this is the this is the, the pen that got pulled that's going to cause it to blow whether or not it was intentional we, 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 we might not know exactly but there's definitely interesting information that needs to be looked into um, like from James Corbett some of the recent work that he's done I think is, is accurate that needs to be looked at as far as what the overall agenda with this could be and you know medical martial law or moving in incrementally new laws that make this a new norm or this comes back yearly and there's different controls and con controls and constrictions it's it's partially to do with the global warming and climate change people as well are going to use this as a trojan horse to get people to drive less, to move less, to do more remote working. And I'm not saying like, that's all a bad idea. I'm just saying that you, you know, you've got to look into a lot of that too. The whole climate agenda thing and, you know, whatever they're calling it, the climate change or whatever, global warming, whatever it is now, you know, that the UN and uh, the whole thing with, uh, Maury Strong, and yeah, I mean, the whole thing is way beyond what people are able to comprehend what the movement is for and being used for. You know, it's not just to save the planet and save the animals. And it's childish that people think that that's what the governments of the world and the United Nations is there to do, is to protect you and to protect the planet. Like, you, you have to look more into 
the philosophy and the worldview behind the people that started these ideas and read their books and look into more of what they're really trying to do with things like we talked about in, in a couple walking talks ago, like Fabian Socialism, which is now basically transformed into what we're calling democracy in the United States. And it's like a perfect model of Fabian Socialism. And the theories and the people that are behind starting these basically like, you know, worldviews is a good way to put it, and instilling them in other people are not there to love and nurture and care for humanity. I, like, in one way they think they are, but by, you know, reducing the population through vaccinations is like where that's led to now with Bill Gates. It's an acceptable form of reducing the population. So, People's ignorance about all these things has, in one way, caused things like we're experiencing now with this huge pandemic problem to happen. And we're going to learn the hard of the way with a lot of things. And this is not like, I don't think this is the big one where everybody's going to wake up. Like This is another hard lesson that we're all going to have to learn about thinking that you can just go and watch your sports and the government's going to take care of it for you and your corporations are going to take care of it for us and we don't need to be more active, we don't need to do more, we can just do enough and get by and have our cars and our houses and our big screen TVs and it's all just going to work out. You don't have to like look into things, how they actually work or try to combat corruption or evil on this planet you can just drink your beer and hang out and watch TV and all the experts are gonna figure it out for you like that's not true and this is what happens when we take our eye off the ball and people are gonna say that's a stretch or something like and that I'm oversimplifying it or maybe being like insensitive about things but that's I'm, I'm like actually simplifying the bigger natural law picture of how this stuff is working right now from my point of view, of course. You know, whatever, disagree with me, I don't care. I do these videos to practice, you know, uh, doing production. I know it's not like the nicest production ever and I'm saying things, you know, kind of wanderingly and do out of breath and hiking and the camera's shaky. Well, I like to do this and I like to do the production. I, I do like to, you know, grow a small audience that, of people that are like-minded that we can talk about these things. And, you know, whatever. If you don't, you know, want to see these videos from me and think that I'm ridiculous or super conceited or egotistical or because I like to, I might like to see myself hiking around on the camera or something, <laughs> then whatever, man. I don't care. Don't. Don't participate then, don't watch the videos. It's not a big deal to me. So, we can all do a lot more in our own lives and that's basically the lesson that I'm taking from this and took before even this happened. I was starting to come to a lot of these thoughts about me 
lying to myself about saying like, oh, I'm doing enough, you know, look at the things I'm doing and I'm taking care of my family in this way and we've got, you know, this set up for us and it was all like lies. I'm not doing enough. It was very selfish thinking because that's just like the, the bare minimum things that you could be doing. And there's a lot of people around you that need your help and support and even even your like wider circle of family members that might need help and support during this time and I would like to be in a better position to help those people when times get tough. And you have to ask yourself and be honest, like how much of yourself is really hiding the fact that you're not prepared and not ready to take care of those people around you if if they become sick, if they financially need your help. And like people are against money and against the Federal Reserve, blah 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 blah. Well that's just one that's the category and the way that it's been organized that form of energy in your life and a, and part of it is needed to get you to where you want to be and get the things done that you want to be done so you have to get over that too you have to get over the fact that it's all fucked up and move on and be successful anyways and because other people need you and it's very very selfish to sit and say like well I have enough for me and mine and my family and I think it's also selfish to be be not successful in a way where you're financially able to get through during these times even if the world is all screwed up and it's all corrupt and politicians and bankers and all that has totally taken everything and inverted it and it's using it for child pedophilia and human trafficking and people are dying blah 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 enslaved all over the planet and the IMF da 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 it doesn't matter like those are all you making excuses why you can't do more and do what you need to do to improve things and be let me tell you being broke and always trying to come up with gimmicks and gadgets of your own work for other people to give you money that they're earning out in that system that you hate so much is not any better position to be in. So, again, that's why I say the best tool that you can use to get through that problem and make sure you're coming out on the other side of this with the tools you need to survive and thrive in any situation is, from what I've found, the autonomy course. And so, you know, take that route and come out on the other side of season three with the tools that you need to survive and thrive and not be worried about things uh, in times like this where you always know there's going to be people that need things and you now have the tools that you need to be able to serve them and uh, provide what they need and help them really that's what it's all about again like you can do more to help other people and like I said I've you know it's not like I've always been like totally selfish and I just realized that or something but I was more honest with myself recently saying, you know, I'm not doing enough. So part of that, me saying that is for me to tell myself here on this video to do that and to follow through. And so, uh, you know, I try to do that as much as I can each day. I'm not perfect. I'm having a hard time with all this too, um, with the whole pandemic and being locked in the house. You know, some things haven't changed in our lives. Some things are changing drastically. We were going to move to Arizona uh, in a couple months, and that those plans look like they're going to have to change temporarily, and we don't know for sure what the future holds as far as that goes. 
and other things like that that we you know had to be very nimble and just shift and be here with everybody else so you know before this all kind of went down I've been starting a a course online myself uh, to teach people how to produce and do videos and use OBS and use the tools that are needed to broadcast themselves out there because I think a lot more of that's going to happen now and you know my wife's been doing like homeschooling on zoom with other kids and we've been meeting more in autonomy and around the COVID issue and uh, I'm here if anybody needs my assistance you know anything that I can do to help during this and if you have questions on like how to do some of the things I just mentioned just go to tylerbloyer.com you can drop your email in get subscribed and you can also uh, email me at tyler at tylerbloyer.com or you know I'm on the fed book if you want to hit me up there I have my own discord server just kind of set up for people to follow the work and trickle in there and discuss things so that's all I had to say today, guys, and I like to do these on Sundays, so we'll look forward to a next one uh, next week, unless I have more to say in between then. Talk to you later.